Good morning, church. And those of you watching online, good morning. To God be all the glory. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we are going to be glad and rejoice to the glory of your name. It's time to hear the word of God. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, our Lord and our God, we give you praise. We honor you. We magnify your name because you are great, because you are good. Thank you, Father, for another day in your presence, oh God, this morning. Thank you, mighty God, because we adore you, because your presence is already here with us. Our Abba Father, accept our thanks and worship and praise this morning in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we go into your word, we pray, Lord, that you will speak for to us, oh God. You are the bread of life. We want to feed on you. Fill us, O God, even to the brim, and satisfy us, O God, through your word. I surrender myself unto you, Jehovah God. Speak forth through me as your oracle. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' precious and mighty name, we have prayed and we have received. Praise the Lord. So we are continuing with what we left on two weeks ago. In times like this. In times like this. Thank God for the praise and worship. Our God is a big and mighty God. He's great and he's almighty God. He's bigger than whatever situation that is going on in the whole universe because he's the one that created the heavens and the heart. So we, are, we, give you, we give him all the praise. You see, this time that we have, we should not be fearful. I will just recap a little bit of what we did the last time. In times like this, we should not be fearful. We should not be discouraged. We should not be weighed down. We should not allow whatever we are seeing to weigh us down. Because the big and great and mighty God that holds the whole universe is in us. And the Bible says, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So God is with us. He said he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. In regards to our text, John 14, verse 1. Do not let, don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let your heart be troubled. Trust in God and, also, and trust also in me. He's telling us this morning, encouraging us, admonishing us that we should not let our heart be troubled. Whatever is happening in the continent of Africa, whatever is happening all over the whole universe, God is telling us this morning, do not let your heart be troubled because he is with us. Do not let your heart be troubled, afraid, cowardly, believe. That is, he wants us to believe confidently in God and trust in him. You will keep in perfect peace. That's part of what we are reading. You will keep in perfect peace those the, the one whose mind is steadfast, that is committed and focused on you in both inclination and character because he trusts and takes refuge in you. We trust and take refuge in our God because he's the one that has the solution. Jesus is the one that has the solution to whatever is going on in the own world. That's why we have to trust in him with the whole of our heart. And I mentioned that day that, number one, we should know and understand what God said about these times and seasons that we have. He's already written in this word. 
Because he said, you should know this. 2 Timothy 1, I'm sorry, 2 Timothy 3, verse 1 to 5. 2 Timothy 3, verse 1 to 5. You should know this. Timothy, but he's telling us, you should know, he put your name there. You should know this, Kemi, that in the last day, this, there will be difficult times. You already made, you know, he already told us in the word of God. And he made us to be aware that we should, that this time, that in the last day, there will be per, difficult times. There will be perilous times. And he said, but I understand this, that in the last days, that is amplified. In the last days, dangerous times of great stress and trouble, indeed, of great stress and trouble, will come difficult days that will be hard to bear. Talk about what people are experiencing in some countries now. Maybe some people are not able to sleep just because they are so fearful. What will happen? What will happen? But God has already prepared our mind. He has told us that we should trust in him. We should not let our heart be troubled. And that day, we read about example in the Bible. How Moses, how God instructed Moses to place his rod on the Red Sea and how God made a way. The same way. God is the one that made a way where there seems to be no way then. And it's the same God that was that, that time. He said, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. He is the same today and he remained the same forever. He changed not, he faileth not. So our God is great and mighty. Our God is big. He's greater than any situation that we may go, that is going on in the old world at this time. And also, he encourages us, do not worry. Do not be anxious about anything. Even though fear will come, but well, we don't give in to that fear. We don't give in to the fear. We take our stand as a soldier because we are soldiers of Christ. We take our stand, all the soldiers that go to battle, they are not shaking. They are taking their stand because they have to be unless the enemy will rule over them. And defeat them, but they take their stand. So the same way we have to stand like soldiers of Christ. And we do not worry. The Bible said, do not worry about anything, but pray about everything. Rather, we should pray about everything. Number three, the Bible said, trust in the Lord. I'm recapping what we did so that we will now go on. Trust in the Lord always, forever, and let him be your anchor. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. He said, our God should be our anchor. The song we sang that those, uh, a few, uh, two weeks ago. Trust in the Lord and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. He's talking to me also with all my heart. Do not rely on your own insight or understanding because our own insight, our own knowledge, it does not go anywhere. The Bible says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. He's always giving us that strength 24 by 7. He's always with us. He said he will send the helper and that is the Holy Spirit. He said he will send the helper. Christ is in us and is our hope, is our strength, is our all in all. So we have to trust in him. No matter what news, no matter what is happening, he encourages us this morning that we should trust in him with the whole of our heart and do not rely on our own understanding. Do not rely even on the news because the news is full of bad news. 
We rely on what God says. That is what can give us the strength to go, to go each day and be able to be, and that strength will sustain us. Whatever it is that is going on, that strength will sustain us. Number four, focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus because Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Hebrews 12, 1, 2. Hebrews 12, 1, 2. I will read. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. Really, we are surrounded by, by a lot of witnesses to, this, to our faith. That is what is going on this day. Let us strip off every weight that seems that slow us down. Whatever can slow us down. Is it the news? Is it what is, what is going on all over the world? Is it the pandemic? He's telling us, especially the sin that, we, that so easily beset, stripped us off. Not only sin, but situation and circumstances. And let us run with the endurance. With endurance, the race God has said before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. By keeping our eyes on who? Jesus. And who is that Jesus? Is our Savior. Is the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Is the champion that initiates and perfects our faith. Is the one that saved us. Is the one that is in us. He is our all in all. The Bible says Christ in us, the hope of glory. Is our hope, is our strength, is our everything to us. That is why we have to confidently trust in him. Be strong, number five, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong through the grace that God gives you in Christ Jesus. Things will come. Moments will come. Our flesh will tell us stuff. The devil will tell us stuff. News around we come for that may want to shake our faith, but we have to take our stand and say, no matter what, I am standing on the solid rock. I am standing on the rock of ages. All other grounds, they are sinking sand. So we have to continually trust in the Lord. We have to take our stand. Ephesians 6, 10 to 19. Let us read Ephesians 6, 10 to 19. We have to continue to be strong. A final word is telling us, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Our God is mighty. Our God is great. Put on all of God's armor. We need it every day, no matter the situation. Other things are, are going well or things are going the other way. Put on God's armor. So that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. Against mighty powers in this dark world, really. And against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Nobody has solution to what is going on. Only him, the king of kings and the lord of lords, has solution. And I congratulate you, everyone, because we have him in us. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor. So you'll be able to resist the enemy. 
enemy in the time of evil, which we are going through right now. Then, after the battle, you will still stand in firm. We are still standing firm because greater is that God that is in us than he that is in the world. Stand your ground. We stand our ground. Putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness because we are righteous because God has made us to be righteous. It is not a pride to say we are righteous because we are leaning on God. We are not leaning on ourselves. Because our strength is in the Lord. He said, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. He's the one that gives us strength. He's the one that is bouncing us, making us to bounce strong and healthy in his presence. He's the one that kept us throughout those months that we passed by. Only because of him, that is why we are standing. It is not by power. It is not by might. It is by the grace and the, and the mighty power of our Jehovah God. Number six, continually fellowship and search the scriptures daily. We need that. We need that to continuously fellowship and search the scriptures daily. Joshua 1 verse 8, the Bible said, this book of the law shall not depart from our mouth, but we shall meditate upon that word day and night. God knows that we need that word. That is why he told us that is the book of Joshua in the, in the beginning, after Genesis. This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, from my mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. That we may observe and say it is written. When Jesus Christ was tempted by the devil, three times he said, it is written. And he's telling us also, we should do, observe to do according to the word that is written. For then, for then when we do that, for then you will make your way prosperous. You see, we have to force dwell. We have to force study. We have to force fellowship with our word. And then, the result, you will make your way prosperous. And then, you will have good success. You see that we have a part to play. And we have to do our part very well. Number seven, occupy with preaching the message of Christ. We have to be occupied some people, the situations have made them to be depressed. They have made them to fall out from the faith. It is our responsibility to go ahead and allow the Holy Spirit to enable us to minister the gospel. Some people, they have not heard about the gospel. Our prayer, and we have gadgets. We have cell phone. You can text. We use those things that God has enabled us to have to minister the gospel. To occupy by preaching the gospel to the whole world. That is Mark 16, 15. And then he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Because the Bible said, John 3, 16. For God, so, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So we have been God has ordained every one of us because we have been saved to serve. He saved us. He's somebody that prayed 
for us. That's why God saved us. We too, he wants to use us. He wants to, want us, want us to serve him by occupying our time by preaching the gospel. The Bible says there is joy in heaven over one sinner who repents. That should be our joy to always seek the lost souls because those are the souls that God is out to. He loves us. He has saved us, and he wants to save other people that need to be saved. Number seven, allow God's peace to guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. We should allow God's peace to guide our mind. Things will come. Thank God for our women's conference. We give God all the glory because God revealed himself to all of us about him in us because Christ is our life. And we should, it has to be evident every day. That's how we can be able to stand and remain strong in these times that we have. Because in times like this, we need Christ. We need all these things that I've enumerated to us. So now we are going further to our biblical example. We talk about Moses. We are going to talk about David. David was a man after God's own heart. Do, do you agree with me with that? David was a man after God's own heart, and he trusted in the Lord. That was why he was able to be successful. 1 Samuel 17, we are going to take verses. We will start from verse 1 as we go further. Verse 1 to 11. Let's read verse 1 to 11. You see, we all, knew, we all know about the story of David, and God is Reminding us this morning about that story in this time that we have, that we have to trust in the Lord, no matter what circumstances, no matter what is facing us. Is he giant? Whatever it is, he wants us to trust in him. The Philistines now muster their army for battle and come between Soko in, in Judah and Azekah at Ephesus Damin. You see, thank God for words. A lot of words in the whole testament. Some you you just try to Make sure that you pronounce it very well. Saul countered by gathering his Israelite troops near the valley of Elah. This was when, uh, uh, when Goliath of God came up and asked, just looking, we want to fight. Go and bring somebody. And Goliath was very huge. So the Philistine and Israelite faced each other on the opposite hills with the valley between them. Then Goliath, a Philistine, champion from God, came out of the Philistine rank to face the forces of Israel. He was over nine, nine feet tall. I'm five, five, eight, five, nine. Nine feet. I'll be looking up. Imagine how giant. He wore a bronze helmet. When you are nine feet tall and you are now wearing a bronze helmet and his bronze coat of more weighed 125 pounds. My goodness. So hard to the weight. He also wore bronze leg armor and he carried a bronze javelin on his shoulder. The shaft of his spear was as heavy and thick as weaver's beam, tipped with an iron spear hat that weighed 15 pounds. His armor bearer walked ahead of him carrying a shield. <laughs> Goliath stood and shouted, when you are nine feet and you, you that, that, that can scare people around. And shouted a taunt across to the Israelites. So what is it that we are hearing? What is that news? We should not allow that news. This is just an illustration of what is going on. What is that news? Is it so big? Or that news is so, 
is so devastating. Like the same way that Goliath came up, asking for the Israelites to bring somebody to fight with him. Goliath stood and shouted a taunt across to the Israelites. Why are you all coming out to fight? He called, I am the Philistine. Such a pride. Champion, but you are only the servant of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight with me. If he kills me, then we will be your slave. But if I kill him, you will be our slave. You see, we have to make our boast in Christ, not in ourselves. That's what he's doing. That's what he did. I defy the armies of Israel today. Send me a man who will fight with me. What is that thing that is weighing us down? What is that news? When Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified and deeply shaken. See, they were terrified. When Saul and the Israelites, they were terrified, they were so afraid. So what is that news? Is it what we heard that happened in our country this past week? Is it what is happening in other countries? Is it what we are experiencing right here? Do not be terrified. Do not be afraid. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Let's go to 24, please. And as soon as the Israelites saw, Israelite army saw him, they began to run away. Imagine, in some verses there, they said he stood there 40 days. Imagine somebody, he stood there for 40 days, waiting, waited for Israelite to bring him hand that we felt. And all the armies of the Israelites were there, even David's brother. That we are there. Nobody was able to come up and say, I am bold enough to fight Goliath. Only what God has ordained. We are going further. And as soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to run away in fright. Have you seen the giant? The men asked. He comes out each day to defy Israel. The king has offered a huge reward to anyone who kills him. He will give the man one of his daughters for a wife. And the man's entire family will be exempted from paying the taxes in those days. <laughs> in those days, they will be happy. Let's go further. David asked the soldier, see, David used to keep the flocks. But now, because God has a season and a time. God, such, you know, such a, it's not a coincidence because that is what God ordained to happen. Now, he sent David. Go and give your brother food. Leave those, these flocks, leave this sheep. Go there. And he went. So David asked the soldier when he came to the scene, nearby, what will a man get for killing this Philistine and ending his defiance of Israel? Who is this pagan Philistine? Anyway, that is allowed to defy the armies of the living God because it touched, it touched David. David, imagine how can you defy my God? My God that is great and mighty. The man of war. The one that fights battles without no harms. Praise the Lord. And these men gave David the same reply. They said, yes, this is the reward for killing him. But when David's older brother, Eliab, you see, in the same household, you will have people that will be against you just because the hand of God was upon him. David talking to the man, he was angry. What are you doing around here anyway? Because he was the youngest. He demanded, what about those few sheep you're supposed to be taking care of? I know about your pride and deceit. You just want to see the battle, not knowing that God has, planned, has a plan for David. 
what have I done now? Because David imagined, what have I done? David replied, I was only asking a question. The same way, when you are so peaceful, people will be wondering, why are you so peaceful? Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will just be in our hearts. Because we know we are not the one taking care of ourselves. It's him that is in us. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. He walked over to some others. You see, David, wasn't even cared about what the brother said. He walked over to some other and asked them the same thing and received the same answer. Just want to make sure. Then David's question was reported to King Saul because everybody looked, you this small boy. Why are you asking all these questions? You are so small. Then David had the same question and they went and reported to the king and the king sent for him. Want to know why are you asking those inquisitive questions? Don't worry about this Philistine. David told Saul, I'll go fight him. And David wasn't talking in his own strength because the Lord was with him. Don't be ridiculous because Saul just look at him. Don't be ridiculous, you this small boy. Saul replied, there is no way you can fight this Philistine nine feet. And maybe you are two or, or three feet. <laughs> there is no way you can fight it and possibly win. You are only a boy. And he's been a man of war since his youth. But you are just a small boy. But David persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goat, he said. When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears. You see? I do it to this pagan Philistine too. For he has defied the heavens of the living God. The Lord who rescued me. You see, David knew that the Lord was the one that helped him. That is why we have to recognize we should not boast in ourselves. Recognize that the Lord is the one doing it through us. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Saul finally consented. Can I give with him? All right, go ahead. He said, and may the Lord be with you. Because he told Saul, the Lord, not me. Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze of helmet and a coat of mourn. See what happened. David put it on, stepped the sword over it, and looked and took a step or two to see what it was like. For he had never won such things before. Really. I can't go in this because it was too heavy for him. I can't go in this. He protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. He picked up five smooths. Thank God for the Holy Spirit this time around. The Holy Spirit is our helper. Is our standby 24 by 7. He's the one that will give us direction of what to do. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into his shepherd's bag. <laughs> then, ham only with his shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. Nine feet tall, and you are taking stones. I knew. As a thinker, 
Goliath will just be looking. What's wrong with this small boy? You are taking stone. Goliath walked out towards David with his shield bearer ahead of him. You see, he has a shield bearer. David doesn't have a shield, but the, the, the shield, the strong shield that is upon David is greater than the shield bearer of Goliath. Sneering in contempt at his ruddy faced boy. You see, am I a dog? He roared at David. That you come at me with a stick and he cursed David by the name of his gods. And that we make David too. Come over here and I will give your flesh to the birds and wild animals. Goliath yelled. You see, the Bible says, the thief cometh but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Christ has come to give us life and to give us that life abundantly. He's just roaring. Our God is the lion of the tribe of Judah. But Satan comes and roars, but there is nothing. It's just empty. David replied to the Philistine, You come to me with sword, with physical sword, spear, and javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's army, the God of the armies of Israel. So you knew, you knew what, we, what we read two weeks ago, how Moses, how God instructed Moses. The same God that was then is the same God today, and it will remain the same forever. The God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied, and he will see how God will prove himself. Today the Lord will conquer you, and I will kill you, and cut off your head. Then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals. And the whole world will know there is a God in Israel. And the whole world will know there is a God in us also. And everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescued his people. But not with sword and spear. This is the lost battle. And it will give it to us. The, seas, the, the times and season that we have is the lost battle. And is going to take us triumphantly and gloriously to his glory of his name. As Goliath moved closer to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him. You see how God fights. Reaching into his shepherd's bag and taking out a stone, he hauled it with his Sling and eat the Philistine in the foil. The stone sank in and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. To God be all the glory. Our God is a God that sees what we don't see. That is the reason why we cannot allow things that we are seeing to be our focus. We should focus on the Lord Jesus Christ because he's the one that is in charge of the situation of the old world. We have a part to play. Our part to play is to pray and come to unity. We will go to another, another scripture. We need to unite at this time, children of God. There is no, this is redeemed, this is what? Let's unite as, as, as that, that is the way the Holy Spirit instructed me. We have to unite as children of God and come to God and pray and the Lord will heal the land because our God is a gracious and merciful God. There is no situation that caught him on our wheels. He knows and is the one that is able to bring peace upon the old world because he's the prince of peace. Praise the Lord. So we are going to go to another story. We still have time. This is the story of Jehoshaphat. We are going there. Second Chronicles. Can we just quickly read Second Chronicles 17? 17, just few verses there. 17 
Verse 3, I know I didn't give it to you. Don't worry, you can go to that Second Chronicles 20. I'll read a few verses right here. 17 verse 3. I'll read from verse 3 to 4. I want us to see the Lord, this is a king. This was a king then. Thank you. The Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he followed the example of his father at Ascenstor, David. He did not seek to follow the bars. You see, we just read about David and Jehoshaphat. He followed the steps of his father, David. And the Lord was with Jehoshaphat. You can go further. But sought the God of his father and walked in, obeyed his commandment. I did not act as Israel did. You see, God was with Jehoshaphat. Even though things happened around, but he stood his ground, he held unto God. Now let's go to that second Chronicles chapter, verse, uh, chapter 20. We'll start reading from verse 1. After this, because they came, they, there was a war. Before the war, but those people came. After this, the armies of Moabites, Ammonites, and some of the Meunites declared war on Jehoshaphat. Messengers, and you remembered, we read in chapter 17, that the Lord was in Jehoshaphat. And the Lord is with us also. Messengers came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army from Edom is marching against you from beyond the Dead Sea. They are already at Azazon, Tama, this another name of Engedi. Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and begged the Lord. You see, that's where I mentioned we have to come together and pray about the times and seasons that we have. Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and begged the Lord for guidance. The fear may come, but we have to run to God. God, this news, God wants us to be sincere with him. This news is bringing fear. He asked God to help us. He's always there. And beg the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judah to begin a fast. It is not, I'm not regarding this as a fast. We go, we do it according to the way the Holy Spirit will direct us. So people from all towns of Judah came to Jerusalem to seek the Lord's help. The same manner, all the children of God all over the whole continent, all over the whole world, we need to come together in unity. And sought the Lord's face and pray for the land. Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord. He prayed, O Lord God of our ancestors, God is ministering to us this morning. And we need to come together and pray. O God, O Lord God of our ancestors, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You are the ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you. No one can stand against our God. Our God, did you not drive out those who live in the land when your people, your people Israel arrived? Reminding God. And did you not give this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham? It's not how. Abraham will be mentioned. Your people settled here and built this temple to honor your name. They said, whenever we are faced with any calamity, such as war, plague, or famine. You see, we are, it's related to what is going on. We can come to stand in your presence before this temple, before the, our father, before 
our God and our, 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 our Lord. You see? Three in one God. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Where your name is honored, we can cry out to you to save us and you will hear us and rescue us. He will hear us and rescue us from these times and seasons that we have because he's a great and mighty God. And now see what the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mansia are doing. You will not let our censors invade those nations when Israel left Egypt. So they, are, they went around them and did not destroy them. Now see they reward us, for they have come to throw us out of your land, which you gave us an inheritance. Our God won't you stop them. We are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us. We do not know what to do, but we are looking to you for help. We are looking to God for help. We are looking to God for solution. And he always proves himself. He will make a solution. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. And as all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with little ones, imagine, with little ones, wives and children, and the spirit of the Lord, to God be all the glory. And the spirit of the Lord, you see, when we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, he always comfort and speak to us. And the spirit of God came upon one of the men standing there. His name was Jahaziel, son of Zechariah, son of Beniah, son of Jehel, son of Matanah, a Levite who was a descendant of Asa. He said, see the way the, whole, the Spirit of God spoke to them. And that same Spirit, he has poured it out on us. He said, I will pour out my Spirit upon our flesh. He said, listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Listen, King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Do, don't be discouraged by this mighty army. My brothers and my sisters, do not be discouraged. Do not be afraid for whatever times and season that we are in. For this battle is not yours. It's not yours. It's not mine. But it's God's battle. Tomorrow, march out against them. You will find them coming up through the ascent of Ziz at the end of the valley that opens into the wilderness of Jeruel. But we not even need to fight. Take your position. Hallelujah. Take your positions. Then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. He is with you, O fountain of the living one church members. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. Then King Jehoshaphat bowed low with the face to the ground. Imagine a king that knows that adoration to the Most High God is the most important thing. That put God first. And all the people of Judah and Jerusalem did the same, worshipping the Lord, which we are going to do to run up. Then the Levites from the clans of Kohath and Korah stood to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The God of Israel with a very loud shout. Early in the next morning, the army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you'll be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophet, and you will succeed. 
Let's believe in the Lord our God. Let's make his word to be part and parcel of our lives. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers. <laughs> Imagine you are faced with people that are coming to fight with you. And you are coming to sing. Appointed singers to walk ahead of the army. Singing to the Lord and praising his holy splendor. This is what, the, this is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. At the very moment they began to sing and give praise, the Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mansiah to start fighting among themselves. Imagine. You see what praises can do. The Bible said the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. The Lord, even though it may sound somehow to us, but if the Lord instructs us to come together in unity and pray and praise and thank him. Because the Bible says in Mark eleven twenty four, 24, whatsoever we ask for in prayer, believe it, we receive it. We have to believe. We have to have the faith. So my brothers and my sisters, I'm encouraging us, let's come together in unity. Because we are one. All the churches of the world, when we get to heaven, we are going to be one. There is no denomination before before our Father. So let's come together in unity and pray. And the Lord God of hosts, the mighty God, the Holy One of Israel, answers prayers. He will intervene. It's His mercy that we are enjoying because it's by His grace and mercy that we have not been consumed. And that is the mercy we extend all over the whole universe. People that, are, that are, does not have the knowledge of Christ, they will come to the knowledge of Christ. Let us pray that God will open, God will reveal himself to everybody in the whole world. Leaders, so that they will come humbly because we have to humble because God receives the proud. We have to come humbly to him and he will give us, he will intervene and bring forth peace and make his name to rule and reign over the whole universe because he loves the world. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, these people, Jehoshaphat, they recognized God. They went to God at their own time. They trusted in the Lord. See the three Hebrew men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. See their story. They threw them in the, in the furnace, fiery furnace of fire. Even the people that brought them, the fire killed them. But they, because they trusted in the Lord. So my brothers and my sisters, let us trust in the Lord with the whole of our heart and continue when we pray and commit the situation of the land to him. Don't let us repeat that prayer. Let us just be praising him because we have committed it to his hands and is able to bring forth peace by his grace, by his mercy all over the whole universe. Because our God is greater than the situation. So in times like this, let's trust the Lord. The way, the biblical examples, few ones that we are able to go through, I know there will be more time, another time to continue with this. So we are all going to rise up. We acknowledge our God. Let us rise up and sing this song. We praise
that you are the Lord. We praise thee, O Lord. We acknowledge thee, that you are the name our lord and our god we give you praise we give you praise we give you glory we give you honor because you are the almighty the bible say with you all things are possible there is nothing baba that is impossible with you jehovah god we come before you this afternoon we say lord by your grace and by your mercy you will have mercy upon the whole world. And you will bring forth peace and open people's spiritual eyes to see Jesus. To see Jesus and to humbly run to Jesus and ask for forgiveness of their sins. Let people's life and soul be saved to your kingdom because you are a gracious and merciful God. We pray, Lord, that your power will come forth upon the whole world. And you will reveal Jesus to everyone so that they will come to the knowledge of your saving grace. So that they will recognize that you are the God that has peace in your hand. So that they will recognize that you are the only solution to what is going on. Daddy, there is nothing that you cannot do. There is no heart that you cannot penetrate into. Lord, we pray that you will do this for us. You will enable every safe children of God, every church is to come together in unity and sort your face. And I know you are a big God. Have your way all over the whole universe and let your name reign. Let your name reign. Reveal Jesus to everybody. Lord, we thank you for the way you reminded us this afternoon that we have to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and never lean onto our own understanding. We acknowledge you, Baba, that you are God in the whole universe. We acknowledge you that there is nothing that you cannot do. Father, we exalt you. We give you all the praise. As we are going further, continue to speak to us by your spirit. Continue to take preeminence of our lives. Continue to enable us that we need Jesus. Continue to enable us that we, to know that Christ is our life. In anything that we do, continue to make your name to be glorified. We exalt you because you are God. In Jesus' precious and mighty name, we have prayed and we have received. Praise the Lord.